What's hot in the strip clubs? Your hosts, the 2016 and 2017 recipients of the Exotic Dancer Publications DJ of the Year Award, Danny Myers and Alon Fong. Hey, welcome to Behind the Curtain. This is a What's Hot in the Strip Clubs podcast on the Pantheon Podcast Network. I'm Danny Myers, Alon Fong, and I do these uh, this series separately, so no Alon today. But um, but I do have two guests for us. Well, one guest, but two guests. Okay, my guest today is two people, but really just one. But okay, I'll give you the hint. She is two different feature performers as one person. I have the entertainer who uh, who uh, performs as both B.J. McNaughty and Heidi Ho Huntsman. So, how are you? I'm good. How are you today? <laughs> I'm good. I think I just confused everybody. I think you just confused me a bit. Okay, well, that's that's part of it. So now we'll try to bring everybody up to date on what we're talking about. So, first of all, who is B.J. McNaughty? B.J. McNaughty is the industry's only stripper clown. Mm-hmm. And you've been... Pre- and I've been featuring for eight years. Yes, and I remember the first time I saw you as B.J. McNaughty. Um, I was one of your judges in the... Um, the EDI, which is the Exotic Dancer Invitational uh, Newcomers Division back in uh, in Denver. I can't remember the year, but it was uh, in the mid-teens. Do you remember that? I do remember that. I actually went to Denver twice, and uh, I, you know, I had featured a couple times before I went to my first EDI, but I don't think it really clicked that I knew what featuring was until I attended my first EDI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you came out on a tricycle, if I'm not mistaken, right? I did. I glittered up a tricycle, uh, covered it in lights, and I thought I was going to die on that stage falling off of that tricycle. Uh, yeah. Okay. Now I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Yeah, that was that was fun because I remember as a judge, I'm going, you know, first of all, I didn't know anything about what a BJ McNaughty was. So I figured, you know, BJ being in the in the name that you were a porn star competing and then when i finally figured out that you were a clown i was i was quite impressed do you remember how you came up with the name bj mcnaughty well i was already bj before i became bj mcnaughty okay Um, before i started dancing i had the nickname bj it was a name that was given to me (laughs) and uh i wore it proudly and then when i became a stripper clown i was bj the naughty clown and there's a man here in Portland, Oregon, where I live, that does children's parties who's named BJ the Clown. So I didn't want to take his name. So I work at a club here in Portland, and you have to have a last name to work there. And I dressed up as Rhonda McDonald one night. Oh. I was doing a feature set, and uh, it just clicked to me that I was going to be BJ McNaughty. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And then you, uh, I've seen you many times, actually a few times as BJ McNaughty, but now you are also competing as Heidi Ho Huntsman. So who is Heidi Ho Huntsman? I mean, after many years of featuring as a clown, I decided that I wanted to try something different. And there's a lot of clubs out there that will never book me because I'm not their style. I'm not what they want. They want a glamorous showgirl. They don't want a clown. And so I thought, why limit myself? Let me give people another option. And so I had all during COVID really thought about it. What's my other character going to be? What's her name going to be? What's she going to do? And, you know, we had a lot of time during the COVID lockdown to do those kinds of things. So 
I gave it a lot of thought and Heidi Ho Huntsman was born. Okay. And tell me, um, tell me about Heidi Ho Huntsman. What uh, the difference other than just not being a clown, what do you do? What do you do? I was going to say, I mean, the main difference is that clown face because to me, they're the same person, two different names, but there's a lot of like a uh, perspective, right? When people are looking at me in clown makeup, they, they uh, assume a lot of things. They've already made up their mind about, you know, clowns. They have a lot of ideas. Um, that when they see me not in that makeup, they don't think those things. And so it's really all about their perspective, because in my head, I'm the same girl. I'm still goofy. I'm still funny. Um, my shows are still kind of similar, um, but different because I'm not wearing that clown face. Mm-hmm. Is there a different personality? Like when you put on the different outfits, do you kind of are you a different character inside your head other than the makeup? I don't think so, but I bet that other people think so. Ah, okay. And there's certain things that BJ would do on stage that I think Heidi would never do, like uh, throw a pie in someone's face, for example. (laughs) (laughs) Richard Kent is safe around Heidi Ho Huntsman. Oh, okay. So tell me, what did you do to Richard Kent, by the way, is an industry photographer for those of you listening and uh, not familiar with the name. Richard is, uh, he goes to all of the different competitions and I'm sure he will be at the EDIs again this year. But what did you do to Richard? Uh, last year at the EDI, Richard got two pies in the face from what, DJ. Was this a, a punishment or was this a... a... You know, I it's something I've been doing on stage over the years a lot. Uh, usually somebody gets pied in the face and it wasn't anything that was in my routine for that particular EDI set. And the people who run EDI came up to me and said, BJ, do you have any pies? And I was like, well, I wasn't planning on doing one. And they were like, can you? And so, uh, yeah, Richard ended up with a pie in his face <laughs> twice. I love it. Okay. So you are going to be um, competing in this year's EDIs. I talked about EDIs earlier. I'll kind of explain what they are. EDI is Exotic Dancer Invitational. This is a showgirl competition, putting the best of the best showgirls against each other. And it's put on by Exotic Dancer Publications. It is uh, in two different locations every single year. They have a West and an East. Um, I'll give you the, the uh, and you're going to be competing in both of them. One as BJ McNaughty and the other is Heidi Ho Huntsman. And I think you might be the first person to ever do that, compete in the same competition as different people. I think you are the first. Well, you know, I like to be a trendsetter, so that works out. Okay, so the EDIs, now, when I first as I talk, talked to you about it earlier, when I first saw you at the EDI in Denver, you were in the what was called Newcomer Division, which is now called the Starless Division. You've been doing this long enough. You have to uh, move up to the next round with the uh, the feature showgirls that are much more experienced. Are you ready to bring this? I mean, I've been in the showgirl round for several years now, so yeah, oh. definitely. I came in third place last year which was a really big deal to me because when you're up against girls who came in first and second, um, who can do so many amazing things that I can't do, uh, I felt really good about my third place win. Yeah. Well, I look forward to it. I'm just going to quickly give you the, uh, you're going to be BJ McNaughty in Dallas, and that's going to be um, at the Bucks Clubs in Dallas, Texas, April 19th, 20th, 21st. You'll be Heidi Ho Huntsman in Huntsville, which I'm sure I'm going to be there for that. That is uh, at the Pony Clubs in Huntsville, different ones, uh, but all same city, the 24th, 25th, 26th 
of May. And I am, I'm looking forward because I have never seen you perform as Heidi Ho Huntsman. So that's the one that, that I am really looking forward to. Now, if you, let's put a scenario out there. If you happen to win at Bucks as BJ McNaughty, then you move on to the finals. And then what happens if Heidi Ho Huntsman also wins first place at East, then you have to move on to the finals. You will actually be competing against yourself. Now, how will that work? <laughs> I mean, first off, I'd like to say that that's some really optimistic thinking, and I like it. Um, but yeah, if that were to happen, I guess I would have to become the world's quick-to-change makeup artist. Um, because I, it takes me a while to do that makeup as a clown, and then it takes me a while to get the makeup off. And then I would have to redo my makeup as a normal person to be Heidi. So that would be quite a while of makeup. And I don't think the contest allows for that quickness um, yeah. or that long of a change. So <laughs> I don't know. I think I would have to make some decisions. I'd have to decide, like, who do I really want to showcase at mm -hmm. Expo? Okay. So how long does it take you to get the clown makeup on? Uh, it takes me a little over an hour to do my makeup. And then I would say it takes me like 15 minutes to get that stuff off. <laughs> okay. So now we know the order just in, just in case. So <laughs> I am um, now I've interviewed you at one of the uh, expos one time. And uh, you had told me some stories that just cracked me up about people that have this, it's a fear of clowns, people that are just this scared of clowns. And I have met some people that are scared of clowns that I told they need to go see your show and they won't do it because they're just, they freak out. So have you, uh, tell me some, some stories about the people that have fear of clowns and how, what you've done to them. I mean, I've definitely chased grown men out of the building. For some reason at my home club, men love to run into the men's room because they think they can hide from me there, but I have no qualms about going into the men's room. So I'll just <laughs> chase you right in there. Um, yeah, I find it funny because for every one person that I meet that's scared of clowns, I meet like 10 people that want to do things with clowns. Um, so you never know what you're going to get. But I think of it as like cheap therapy, like get a lap dance from a clown and it's a little bit of immersion therapy. And by the end of it, you might be feeling all right. But I have had guys who've taken me up on that offer. And by the end of it, they're still like, nope, not going to do it. <laughs> I th yeah, it's almost like you need to be wearing um with like those new glasses that come out that have the video cameras built in, so you can you could put this on your YouTube channel and and things. So yes, I think the main reaction I get from people when I'm traveling around in clubs is just confusion. Like, why are you dressed like a clown? <laughs> and my normal reaction is, why aren't you dressed like a clown? Is a better question. Yeah, have you ever accidentally been booked for a child's party? No, no, definitely not. I am an adults-only clown. Just, but you know, I would just, you know, like if you didn't know what you were going into, and then you showed up, and there's a bunch of <laughs> seven-year-olds and six-year-olds. I just, you know, I, that's never happened. Well, that's good. So, I mean, if you're hiring a BJ McNaughty for your children's party, I think you deserve what you get. True. True. Okay, well, I'm going to ask you some more questions. I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, the Miss Erotic uh, competition in Puerto Rico that's coming up. I want to talk to you about house dancing. I want to talk to you about music, uh, what you like. And I'm going to also pick your brain about some horrible DJ stories and horrible strip club stories. And I'm going to do that next. So hang on.
Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late, and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make, and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well, I could make a run to the store, or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything Factor Meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor Meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain again with something every podcast listener and music junkie needs to hear. As I'm sure you can guess, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I also listen to a lot of music, so having high-quality headphones and earbuds are absolutely critical to my day. Oh, and I have numerous pairs. In fact, I have a junk drawer of used devices that have bitten the dust, so I've tried them all. Recently, I was sent a pair of earbuds by Raycon, and the first thing I noticed was the cost. Uh, Looks like their products are about half the price of other premium brands. Okay, that's cool. And the reviews seem pretty stellar. Okay, checks that box. So I got my Raycon Everyday Earbuds, a nice packaging to open, and what I immediately noticed were the pack of ear tips for sizing. Uh, I'll tell you, I have small ear canals. Uh, I know, a flaw. So to see choices for the best fit, uh, especially while exercising, oh yeah. And yes, they were immediately comfortable. Sound quality was great too. Plus I have three EQ options that I love because I like more bass in my music and less in the podcasts. Eight hours of playtime for the battery is great as well. Surround sound, noise canceling, and awareness mode all included. I think I'm in business and I just realized I've had them in all day. Like I said, super comfortable. Go to buyraycon.com slash Pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash Pantheon. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So I am back, Danny Myers, with uh, Behind the Curtain, and I am interviewing BJ McNaughty and Heidi Ho-Hunsman, who are one person, and we're talking about the EDIs and the clown things and everything else. So 
Um, what I want to talk to you now about is the uh, there's another competition coming up called Miss Erotic in Puerto Rico that you actually are going to Puerto Rico to compete in as Heidi Hall Huntsman. That's correct. Okay, and that you're just leaving in like a couple of days here. You're leaving this week, so um, I am. I leave on Wednesday. Tell me a little bit about this competition. Uh, it's part of the Miss Nude World Pageant series, which I actually am as Heidi Hill Huntsman, the current Miss Nude International. Oh. And I just competed in the Miss Nude World competition, which is the biggest competition of the year. And I came in second place. So I am the first runner up for Miss Nude World. Um, so, yeah, I'm I don't even really care about Puerto Rico being a competition. I just wanted to go to Puerto Rico. I Yeah, don't blame you. I, yeah, you need a roadie. <laughs> Exactly. And we're going with a small group of really fun girls. So that makes me excited also. Kind of have a little stripper slumber party. Oh, my goodness. Take pictures, will you? No, I know you're not allowed. Yes. <laughs> you're not allowed. Uh, we're dancing in three different clubs, three different nights. And so doing a little strip club tour in San Juan. Yeah, that sounds exciting. I've never been to Puerto Rico myself that I can remember. So, um, yeah, that looks sounds like fun. Um, so not only do you perform as BJ McNaughty and Heidi Ho Hunsman, you are also a, a house entertainer, I assume, in your, your uh, home state or your home city of Portland? That is correct. I work at the Kit Kat Club in downtown Portland when I'm not traveling. Okay. And what name do you use there? Uh, I dance there as BJ McNaughty, whether I'm in the clown makeup or not. Oh, uh, we do have a sister club around the corner that occasionally I go over there and dance as Heidi. Okay, but it is always one or the other. But the problem is when you've been dancing at a place for eight years and everybody knows you as one name, you can't confuse everybody and keep switching <laughs> names. So in, just to make it easier on all of my DJs and security and bartenders, I'm just always DJ there. Mm -hmm. It's one of the only places in the country that you can come and find me you know, as BJ outside of the makeup. Boy, that is just completely confusing to me, but I'm old and I've got, I, you know, Alzheimer's and all that fun stuff. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, I just don't want to make it all confusing. Like, what say, who are you today? And I'm like, that's a really good question. I ask myself that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So I want to talk to you a little bit about music because we are part of the Pantheon Podcast Network, which is a music network. And they like for me to ask questions. Um, what... Do you have particular music that you prefer when you go out on stage? I mean, when I'm dancing as DJ, I'm looking for something that I like to describe as having a clowny vibe. And that's, you know, probably doesn't mean much to most people. But in my head, that means something really specific. It's usually something that's a little hip hoppy with pop that's got a good beat. That's just kind of happy and upbeat. And uh, I can move around. I always think, like, is this good to make balloon animals too or not? Um, <laughs> So I have some favorites. Like I listen to a lot of the Yin Yang Twins. Mm. I think they're very clowny. I like V.I.C. Uh, I think he's one of the most ridiculous clowny raps out there. I love that. Uh, Missy Elliott's another good one. Uh, when I'm not in the clown makeup, I generally like a little bit more of an R&B sexy vibe. Okay, give me some some artists and titles of songs in the R&B uh, sexy I'm vibe. I'm super into like Trey songs Ooh. and Rihanna. Um, Chris Brown, something a little more sexy, sensual, but I'll still dance to that as a clown, by the way. I like to mix it up, you mm -hmm. know, try to make the clown a little more sexy that way, too. Do you have a new favorite song right now? 
Oh, I've been really into the country hip hop vibe. Ooh, yeah. That's like a new genre, I feel like. So I'm really into Nelly's new album. Um, it's a little bit of country, a little bit of hip hop. Uh, I'm into Waylon Morgan right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, that's very cool. Um, yeah, I like that. Okay. So now for the million dollar question. Uh, and I'm asking these questions because I want to make the industry better, not because I want to put anybody on blast whatsoever. But you have you have been in several, several clubs um, throughout your career. Do you have any DJ horror stories, something that a DJ did to you, either as a feature or maybe a couple of stories? And again, I don't want the names. I don't want the clubs. I don't want the cities. I don't want to put anybody on blast, but just some things that DJs could learn from. I wouldn't say I've had any horror stories because I don't know. I don't let anything get to me because I'm just so used to this and I don't feel like any of it is that serious that if something messes up, it's like, whatever, move on. Um, But I do have a few things that like, like if I go to the DJ booth and I want to tell you about what my set's going to be and you don't have a pen, that bothers me for some reason. (laughs) Like, I think everybody should have a pen on them at all times. But yeah, I want you to write it down or I'll ask you for a pen and then I'll write it down. Um, but one of my biggest pet peeves about DJs, and this is probably why I have a pre-recorded intro, is uh, the mispronunciation of my name. I get called BJ McNasty a lot. Hmm. So much so, so much so that that has uh, added to my stand-up comedy routine about being called BJ McNasty. Because I always think of it as like my promotion or demotion to porn, depending on how you look at it. And uh, I also like to think that it's my secret menu sandwich at McDonald's. <laughs> I like that. Okay, now what about a a um, a club story? Have you had any horror? Like you know, you show up to do a feature and something happens when you show up. Well, I was at a club recently where I was on stage dressed like a hot dog, and they played me all the wrong music that made no. sense sense as to why I was up there as a hot dog and as a feature you just have to just do it anyways and so you know I was up there doing all these hot dog related things and pulling out all these hot dog props out of my baskets and uh, it made no sense to any of it but the show must go on so Mm -hmm. it happened yeah I've heard stories about people showing up and and there's nobody there to pick them up at the airport has that ever happened to you no not yet oh I hope I don't jinx that (laughs) <laughs> she was literally going, hey, wait a minute, um, I'm going to Puerto Rico. They better freaking pick me up. Right? Yeah. I mean, luckily nowadays there's like Ubers and Lyfts and, you know, you're not feeling super stuck at an airport. But, you know, I've definitely been dropped off at some horror story hotels. <laughs> I've heard of those too. Yeah. So if somebody wants to book either BJ McNaughty or Heidi Ho Huntsman for their club, what agencies do you book through? I book through A-List and Continental and Centerfolds. Okay. And your social media so people can follow you. I am on BJ McNaughty uh, on everything as BJ McNaughty. I am on Instagram as Heidi Ho Huntsman. And on Facebook, they wouldn't let me put that ho in there. So I'm just Heidi Huntsman. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we know. And you guys can all follow her. Oh, wait a minute. Before I let you go, one other question. You did a... Um, uh, a kind of a clowny pseudo porn thing. And I well, remember it was a watching... trailer for a porno that didn't exist because, you know, porners totally have trailers. Yeah. 
So tell me about this and tell my listeners about this. Well, it was called Gonzo Goes Gonzo. And I wanted, okay, so when you go and feature at a club, most of the time they advertise you as a triple X feature. Mm-hmm. You might even be on the giant side of the sign outside of the building that says triple X feature, BJ McNaughty. And then throughout the night, people come up to you and they'll either tell you like, oh, I've seen all your movies. And you're like, oh, you have? I'd like to see them. Where are they? <laughs> um, or they ask you where they can find your movies. And so I thought, well, I'm getting advertised as a porn star anyways. I should make some trailers for pornos that don't exist so that people can, you know, think that that much more about me. So I, I made one. It was called Gonzo Goes Gonzo. I think it's awesome. It was a little too racy, even though it had no nudity and no actual like real porn stuff. The internet said, nope, that's a little too much for us. So oh. if you want to see it, you have to hit me up directly and I'll send it to you. Ah. Yeah, it was one of those things that actually ended up on my OnlyFans there for a minute because, yeah, there was like YouTube won't let me put it on there. Facebook won't let me put it on there. Uh, you'll end up in Facebook jail. Uh, okay. But it's really fun. Well, now you just gave me one more question. Uh, okay. OnlyFans. Do you have a, a BJ McNaughty OnlyFans where a clown I... gets naked and... I, it's fair. It exists. I don't really use it much. I heavily used it when we were all on lockdown, but now that the clubs are back open, I spend all my time and energy on the in-person um, action versus being online. But all the posted from before is still on there. Okay, cool. Okay, everybody, you need to check that out. I've got BJ McNaughty, Heidi Ho Hunsman, and uh, you've been a, you've been an incredible guest. I knew you would be so fun to interview. And I said, I got to get you on here. So thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. And a reminder, all of the What's Hot in the Strip Clubs podcasts, including the Panda Top 20, Bubbling Under, Off the Charts, Flashback Friday, Classic Rock Remixes, and this one, Behind the Curtain, can be found at whatshotitsc.com. Thanks for listening to What's Hot in the Strip Clubs with Danny Myers and Alon Fong. Presented by Panda and Strip Joints Music. You can find us on all major podcast platforms. Thanks for listening.